All right, hello, we are back with an Under the Tower uh, specialty. Um, my name is Kaylee Durrance and I'm with another special guest. We did our very first pregnancy podcast with Heidi Wright and it was so, it was so awesome because I don't think that people realized what sets Halifax Health apart from anywhere else when it comes to having a baby. So I'm so happy that I could do this podcast to kind of brag, if you will, about the amazingness that Halifax Health is. And truly, we are the safest place to have our baby. But after we did that first podcast, I started getting a ton of questions and a ton of feedback. And I was like, hold on, let's do a pregnancy podcast FAQ, frequently asked question. And who could I have better to be my partner and co-host on this podcast other than Rebecca Sari? No, Sarwi, right? I'm so sorry. sorry. Former labor and delivery nurse, now a lactation consultant here at uh, Halifax Health. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks you, for me. I met you because you also do the labor and delivery classes mm -hmm. or the newborn classes that we have here at Halifax Health. And we'll get into that in a second. But you... If you ever have a question, Rebecca, you are the person to go to. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it's, I'm so happy you're here, and um, I have a list of questions to go for, to to get in. But if you ever have questions, by the way, you can always call um, our our maternity nurse navigator, Shelly Jones, right? Yes. Uh, four two five baby, mm -hmm. and she can answer any questions. But Rebecca, you make me made me feel so comfortable in those newborn prep classes. Is that what they're called? Um, we call it the Understanding Birth series, and um, so for our four-week class, three of them are for childbirth preparation, and then the fourth class is the newborn care class. And they're amazing. They're Wednesday nights. They're three hours, and I thought birth was like the movies. My water is a waterfall when it breaks. <laughs> I'm screaming when I'm coming in the hospital, and you calm me down. I, I know what to expect. All my husband does, too, which is shocking, and it's just amazing, so thank you. Oh, thank you. And we will highlight those classes in a second. But um, if you ever have a, a question, again, 425BABY is where you can send them. And I'm just going to go through our top questions that we had for labor and delivery because I didn't realize we learned so much in the, in the newborn prep classes, which you can always find. Do you want to talk a little bit about those classes that we offer here at Halifax Health? Uh, for the childbirth series? Yes. Yeah, so we have a new class that starts every month, um, other than December, because uh, November kind of runs into it. But um, every every month, there's a new class series. There's uh, there are four weeks, uh, like mm -hmm. you said, Wednesday nights, uh, six to nine, um, and we do three of the weeks as childbirth education. So mm -hmm. um, the you know every week we talk about something different. So it's new information each night. There's a lot a lot to cover. Um, yes, sir, and you cover it all. <laughs> we sure do. I know in the beginning I always ask what questions people have, what they want to learn. But I said, you know, we're pretty much going to cover everything. And anything I don't cover, please ask, you know. And yep. my goal is that people leave with, you know, no other mysteries other than how it's going to go for them individually. And hopefully they don't encounter any surprises they didn't hear about in class, mm -hmm. you know. Um, do you want me to go over, like, what we go over every week? No. Or? No, okay. <laughs> Good. Because actually we... A lot of these questions I'm going to ask today, we cover in that class. Yes. Which is so great because I... I, I took that for granted, honestly. But also, there is the newborn prep class. If you can't make every Wednesday night, maybe, um, from 6 to 9, we offer a Saturday, one Saturday a month, yes. uh, newborn express class, right? Um, it's uh, for the uh, labor and delivery childbirth education, um, but it doesn't go into like the newborn as much. Um, but the people that come to the one-day Saturday class can attend the one Wednesday night newborn class, yeah. and that's it 
considered included, you sure. know, so they can always pop in and, um, and do that. But it, the one day, it's kind of just an express through everything, just the highlights. Um, they get the tour, they get the pre-registration. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if they don't have time for the four week, that's Absolutely. another alternative. And that's also another popular one. We offer so many um, childbirth classes and you can get all of that information, halifaxhealth.org uh, slash baby, I think you can go to. And all of our classes are there. You can sign up online and we offer a breastfeeding prep classes. You host a breastfeeding support group. The, the, what we have here at Halifax Health is just so amazing. So mm. I, I wish I could scream it from the rooftops because now that I'm a new mom, I'm 33 weeks pregnant now. So I, I'm in it and I'm living it and you make me feel so comfortable. So thank you. Oh, thank you. So that was one of our, our most popular questions. First and foremost was, do you offer classes to help with birth? And yes, we just covered all of that. <clears throat> if you have any questions, again, you can call uh, Shelly. But if you can, sign up for Rebecca's classes. They're amazing. And I'm telling you, they cover it all. And probably more than you thought you needed to know. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know I needed to know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but And I, I tell people, I said, it's just so good for first-time parents. Like, I mean, just really like the I didn't know what I didn't know. And just for people to come. And um, when we, we've had them in person the whole time. I think we had to close april 2020 right. and other than that we've been having them in person you know and like come on we're here they're truly <laughs> we're serving great. the community and, and the dads come their um their partners come in general mom um, grandparents come a lot yes. or if you are a single mom come and it's great absolutely it's awesome so um make sure you look at those labor and delivery classes which will answer almost all of these questions but let's go ahead and get started in that um, we are just going through the top questions that were um, sent in after our first pregnancy podcast, and I'll just start from the top, right? Uh, let's see, what pain management do you offer when it comes to labor? So um, in the class, of course, we go over all the non-pharmacologic mm -hmm. pain management. Um, uh, and I think when people ask that, they're probably asking, you know, what we offer as far as medication-wise. Right. Um, we do have an IV medication, and we also have epidurals available for, for the laboring moms. I've heard about the epidurals. And so obviously that's probably the most popular, I would say. For the most part, yeah. yeah. They're both definitely used, but for the most part, people... Um, really like their epidurals yes sure <laughs> they're of very course. popular <laughs> of course and then the follow-up question to that was if you do choose to get an epidural or if you don't can you change your mind mid-labor when is that cut off if there is one absolutely I talk about that in the class you know there was a time people had to sign up for the epidural they had to yeah. make this decision ahead of time or go to a class um, you can change your mind last minute you know some people come in already wanting to do it maybe they get into it and they're like I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm maybe I don't need it. Um, or the opposite, you know, hey, I'm really trying to do it without the epidural, but gosh, labor's long. I'm really getting exhausted. I've, I've hit my pain threshold. They can always change their mind mm -hmm. at any point. So okay. they don't have to feel like they're locked in to a certain decision. To a yes or a no. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. That's Selfishly, that's good to know too. Um, okay, so we covered the pain management. Let's see. When you were in birth, I know we. I did the tour in your class, and you can also... Uh, do the tour with our maternity nurse navigator and through the classes. But when you are in labor, there are different items. Do I need to bring my birth ball from house, my yoga ball from the house or whatever to make me feel more comfortable? Or what does Halifax Health provide? We do have the birth balls. Um, we also have the peanut balls. Uh -huh. They're the ones that are made of the same material but shaped like a peanut. Um, we have our version of like a birth stool, which is, um, we call it the CUB, which stands for Comfortable Upright Birth. Um, we have the uh, squat bars that go onto the beds. So these are here for you. Um, but, you know, some people may want to bring their own, but 
I always say, gosh, you know, do you really want to carry in your ball? Dad is not bringing <laughs> he that. He probably doesn't want, right. but are you welcome to? Absolutely. Sure. You know, um, I tell people in the class, you know, as far as packing for the hospital, I always say, if you bring nothing, you will be fine. Good. You know, don't stress. Um, you also don't want to overpack. Remember, you got to bring it all home, yeah. plus the baby. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, I say bring any comforts from home that's going to make you feel more comfortable in the process. You My know? pillow. Yeah, I, I think bringing your own pillow is a great item of your own to bring, you know? Right. We just like to use our own rather than a hospital pillow. Why not? I know that. <laughs> so can I bring a diffuser if I want to set the mood with my senses, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, aromatherapy diffusers are a great thing to bring. Um, I always uh, mention about bringing like a like a heat source, like whether it's something that could be microwaved or like the thermocare packs that heat up on their own. Yeah. So if mom wants like a warm pack on her back that's portable, that's a great thing to bring. Um, so it's just a, I, you know, some of those things that you may really want to use that way might not be as easily available or you don't want to be tethered by a cord or something like that. Okay, great. So while we're on that, on what I can bring into labor and delivery, um, food, am I allowed to bring food into labor? How does that, what does labor look like with that? So we do have a refrigerator. Um, we have a microwave. So if you bring any food from home or, or even like you want to bring your own popsicles and put them in the freezer, we'll just put your label on it and, and keep it there for you. We can mm -hmm. heat up food for you as needed. Um, during actual like active labor, they recommend clear liquids. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, afterwards, um, people want to bring in food from the outside, food from home, have special meals that they want to bring that, you know, for their culture. Like, absolutely. You can sure. bring whatever you like. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. I hope my husband's listening. <laughs> um, when it comes to actual labor and birth in general, who can be with me in the labor room or at birth? Okay, yeah. Um, for the, in the labor and delivery room, it's a uh, limit of three. Uh, support people at a time in my room in the room but it doesn't have to be the same three people so if you have you know your husband if you had some other support people and they wanted to trade off that's fine it's really more of like a crowd control issue just sure. for safety but um in some people say i just want my my husband i just want my one support person other people are like oh i've got a lot of support so they might have to rotate you know right <laughs> so but yeah you can have up to the three or or however, yeah, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Three personal people. That does not include the nurse team, the medical team, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, correct. Um, if you do have a doula, which I do recommend, but um, they do count as a support person. Uh -huh. So just keeping that in mind as well. Good I, I think they shouldn't be. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they are. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> they come with me. Another topic, yeah. So if, um, or if I have a scheduled C-section, or if I do have to go have a C-section, are those three people allowed in the C-section, or how does that look? That would be different. Um, they allow one support person into the OR um, just because of the environment of the operating room. Absolutely. Um, so usually one person. Good to know. Okay, great. So again, we are covering all of the top frequently asked questions when it comes to labor and delivery. I'm here with Rebecca and she is amazing. She did all of the birth classes and she former labor delivery nurse, now a lactation consultant, which breastfeeding is a whole other topic, which we'll do another day. But um, when I do go into labor, where, what entrance do I use to come to the, to labor delivery? 
Um, so that's a that's a good question, and that's something that we always cover in class too. Depending on the time of the day, the day of the week, that does actually play into it. Um, you know, if you come after eight p.m., the only entrance is the emergency room. Okay. Um, which you can always come into like the regular emergency room. Just say, I need to go to labor and delivery, and you get a ride up in a wheelchair. You Instantly. Know? Um, it it should be. Okay, um, a lot of times, uh, you know, they're not. I mean, unless you're there for something that you know is like a trauma or something like that, they had to clear you for in the emergency room. They're going to send you right up to. Sure. Um, but if it's during the day when the front entrances are open, you can walk right up to labor and delivery, which is on the second floor of the fountain tower, come in um, and just say, hey, I'm you know, pregnant. I need to be seen for, you know, fill in the blank. Um, and you can come in directly. You do not have to go through the emergency room. Uh I, I always tell people, though, that if, you know, if they come to the regular emergency room, even during the daytime, that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, and also would probably be a, a good idea if they definitely knew they needed a wheelchair, because <laughs> as we do the tour, you say, hey, it's still kind of a long walk, you know, Lots so if you're steps. really having a lot of contractions and really uncomfortable and you're like, oh, man, like thinking about that walk up, you know, right? <laughs> it's fine to, to go in through the main and just say, I, you know, I need a ride. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, you can either way. I mean, obviously, after hours, it's the only option. But during the day, you can walk up on your own and sure. bypass the, the regular emergency room. Because I think the overall consensus is I'm having a baby. I have to go to the emergency room. So, again, if you feel comfortable going to the through the ER entrance, you can. But the fountain building entrance, check in with security. Mm -hmm. If you do the birth classes, you do pre-registration. Yeah. And your, your partner will have that pass, too. Well, you and your partner will have that pass. Yeah. And then they will roll you or you can walk right up to labor and delivery. Yes. Perfect. We, so um, labor and delivery on two different floors, right? Um, labor and delivery is on the second floor, and then our mother-baby unit is on the first floor, so that's where you go, like, after delivery right. for your hospital stay. So we do have those two floors are, you know, Center for Women and Infant Health, but sure. the labor, actual labor and delivery is on second floor. You have the baby on level two, yes. and then you care for the baby on level one. Yeah. Um, one thing I talked with Heidi in our podcast that sets Halifax Health um, uh, against all the rest is our NICU, our neonatal ICU, where God forbid, if something happens to baby during birth, they roll you and baby right down the hall to our NICU instead of having to go to Orlando or go elsewhere. Yes. And that is amazing. Yes. It's right down the hall. Mm -hmm. And so um, we will do a podcast on uh, neo our neonatal ICU because it is so amazing. And the babies in there are just so awesome. But the the doctors round at 10 a.m., right? Yes, they do. The rounds at 10 a.m. They encourage the families, um, to, uh, the parents at least, to be in there. So when they come around, you know, it's the whole team. You know, the doctors are there, the the, the whole care team for the baby. So everyone's getting, uh, like, a report at the same time. The parents are included. They can ask questions right. during that time. So it's really a, a, a great model. So everyone's yeah. kind of on the same page with baby's care. Of course, because you're already in the NICU and you all you care about is your baby and you want every answer so yeah. 10 a.m is when the doctors come around and can answer all of your questions so if you do have a baby then just know that that is when it's going to happen so moving on with our um questions let me see here uh do you call the hospital ahead of time to let them know you're on the way if you are having a baby or do you just show up 
Um, it's not necessary to call ahead. Um, you know, we're going to see you either way. Right. Um, sometimes people do call, ask questions, sure. you know, or they call their doctor to kind of triage what's going on. Um, and, and also, you know, with their personal doctor, too, either way, they come in and then our OB hospitalists see them and they'll call them, you know. Right. So especially if it's the middle of the night, you know, they'll get, you know, they'll call either way. You may, you may not need to call and, unless you need to call and ask, you know, sure. a question or something like that. Before I found out I was pregnant, I had no idea what an OB hospitalist was, which is another thing that sets us apart. Yes. We have 24-7 OB hospitalists. So if your doctor is not instantly there when you're going to labor, that hospitalist is there to make sure that you are taken care of, potentially help you with birth, and mm -hmm. they're amazing. Yes, they yes. are. <laughs> We're very, very lucky to be able to have them on site yeah. because n not every hospital has that. I didn't know that. That's crazy to me. Yeah, and I mean, I, I worked here before. It was a regular thing, and I'm just like, wow, what did we do without that, you know? I right. Mean, <laughs> the doctors got here as quick as they could, but there were times, I mean, it saved lives for them to be here, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, as soon as I became pregnant, all of my friends were like, do you have a birth plan? What are you thinking? What does that look like? And I was like, what is a birth plan? <laughs> so can you explain what a birth plan is, and does the hospital accept that? What does that look like? Yeah, so a birth plan is really, I like to, to term it a birth communication. It's a way for a mom to let the care team know what her desires are for birth. You know, it's not that it's a, you know, set, set in stone regimented plan, but just to say, like, these are the things that are most important to me. Mm -hmm. This is how I would like to see my birth go. These are my goals. This is, you know, what I want. And that way it gets everybody on the same page. You're not having to, you know, say your requests over and right. over. Um, everyone can kind of meet you where you're at and work with you as far as making it the best experience for you. Um, at one time, you know, there wasn't, um, there wasn't a, uh, you know, streamlined way to do that. And so moms would have to go on the internet and just find one or, you know, print them out. They could be really extensive in 15 pages and, you know, it could be right. a lot. And um, so what we did at Halifax is we created our own template and made it just really streamlined to Halifax. We pass it out in the classes. You can access it through Shelly as well. Mm -hmm. And it really just talks about like what we have here, what we offer, and um, gives moms the opportunity to write the things down, either that are most important to them or anything that they want or don't want that deviates from the routine of the hospital. And that's why it's so good to take the class because we talk about what's routine, what can I expect, what's the norm, and you know, either listing those things that are most important or anything that's different from that. And then what's great now is all the labor nurses um, are really used to seeing them. So moms yeah. don't have to feel like, oh, I have a birth plan. Is it going to be right. perceived you know, negatively? Not at all. It's very normal now. Um, so that's really great. And it's normalized that process of just letting people all be on the same page. Mom and dad don't have to say over and over what their requests are. Right. And um, we, what we do to really simplify it is we have a little worksheet and then there's a candle and it's called my birthday wishes mm -hmm. and moms can just bullet point all those things we um, clip that to the communication board our whiteboard in the labor room and people know when they see it what it is and what it's for and so it's really helped every everything go more smoothly and moms not have to feel like um, like there's a stigma associated with it sure or or that they can't let their wishes be known I didn't know that you have choices when it comes to birth I thought it was one way or the highway either you're gonna have a, a, a regular vaginal birth or you will have the c-section but I didn't know that you have choices when it comes to um, cutting the cord or um, skin to skin etc and that is what is the beauty of these birth plans is that yeah. you can say no or yes or anything like that yes so that's good to know how long do you stay in the hospital after birth 
So typically after a vaginal birth, it's about a 48-hour stay. Um, I usually say, you know, because we have our classes on Wednesday, I'm like, if you have your baby on a Wednesday, typically go home on a Friday. Mm -hmm. um, if you do have a C-section, it usually adds one more day to um, your stay, so about a three-day stay. Sure. Yeah. I um, I know in with the tours that we did in downstairs in postpartum, where you're there for two days, I believe, um, they have a recliner for partner if they when they stay overnight, right? That's where they sleep. Um, in the labor and delivery rooms, it's a recliner. Downstairs, it's um, a chair that'll fold flat for sleeping. So. Like a single bed. Yes. Right. I joked, but maybe not, about my husband bringing a twin blow-up mattress, and you could do that too if you wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we kind of have that space between the wall and the hospital bed mm -hmm. where mom stays. Um, so if you have something that fits in there, like, of course, you can bring your own. Yeah. Awesome. I can't stress enough that... I learned so much in these birth classes and maybe you didn't know about our birth classes at Halifax Health, but you can get so much information from them. So I truly encourage anyone, as soon as I got pregnant, I thought people were just uh, raving about them because I work here at Halifax Health, but then I took the classes and truly realized how much you go over in these classes. And even for my husband, who he didn't want to like touch a baby until he is absolutely clean and and he had no idea had no idea what to expect he thought it was just like the movies too and it, even for him like it really calmed his nerves if you will oh, so good. I cannot say enough about um the labor and delivery classes that we have at Halifax Health even if you need to do the Saturday Express class nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. just doing that getting familiar with the hospital and I've also heard such amazing thing about the labor and labor and delivery team here at Halifax Health unlike anything else, they are just angels up there. Yes. And um, you all are special, special people. And no matter your experience at Halifax Health when it comes to labor and delivery, sadly, if it's if it's not as expected or if it is great, I've heard that those nurses are just awesome. They really are. All around the clock. I, um, I, real, I slipped in, I broke my elbow last week at 33 weeks pregnant, so I had to go up to the OB emergency room and they were so great there. So I got a little dose of what I'll be seeing in a few weeks, too, for yes. giving birth. So, um, Rebecca, do you have any last notes that you want to say that you don't think we covered? I think we covered a lot, yeah, right? I think we did. I did, yeah. too. Again, um, I'm talking with Rebecca, and she is she teaches our... Our newborn prep classes, what's the official title of it? Um, our, yeah, I mean, I would say, well, the official title is Understanding Birth. There we go. <laughs> Prepare, you know, like a prepared childbirth class. I guess uh, something that sometimes people would say is like a maybe a misnomer. Uh, sometimes people say, oh, the, the Lamaze class. And I've heard people reference yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's his, you know, like the traditional, like what you would re reference them to. Um, I think we, it would be like a, um, you know, it's it's a kind of become one of those general terms how we say like coca-cola instead of like a soda you know yes lamaze is actually a very specific um you know technique um rather Got than it. like a generalized term for a class so i i do tell people it's a prepared childbirth class we don't learn one specific technique we talk about lots of different options um because i want to give moms and dads lots of tools for their toolbox because sometimes you prepare one way and then you get into labor and you don't really know how it's going to work for you right. until you try it out with a contraction and then it's like oh nope that's not working right. or you know or or maybe it is um or things change throughout the labor process and then you want to try a different technique so i like to give lots of options so people know like what they can be doing how they can help their labor right. and help any pain you know management and also help their labor to go better sure 
Halifax Health truly is the safest place to have your baby. I'm learning so much, and I'm so thankful I'm here. Rebecca Sarwi, she teaches the classes. She's a lactation consultant here at Halifax Health, former labor delivery nurse. You're an angel, and I'm so grateful. I know you personally now know, and um, if you take the classes, if you're lucky enough to, you will get to meet her, and she is great. Rebecca, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you, Kaylee.